When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Morning, Auburn family. Welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion on the E2C Network. A squeak by W to talk about today. Your number one Auburn Tigers, their first game at number one, travel to Columbia, Missouri, and just squeak by to pick up their seventh straight SEC win, improving to 19 and one overall. So, uh, by the score of 55 to 54 over the Missouri Tigers, a a really bad shooting performance all around from this Auburn team. Yeah, you know, uh, last night not a you know not a very efficient game from really anybody. Um, had some big time shots, some big time performers, and uh, to do that to talk all about this game and what. Going all around the program, I've brought in my dad and co-host. Dad, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I I, I need heart medication watching some of these games. Uh, we we tend to fall behind early. And uh, and last night, I kept going, well, eventually these shots are going to start falling, and we're just going to run away and hide from this team. And they never fell until KD took over. So. Yeah. Thank you, KD. You said we need to take heart medication. Welcome to being an Auburn fan. Yes. Of all sports and all categories, that's what we do. That's what we do best. But no, it really was a complete struggle shooting the ball last night. Auburn shoots 30% from the field, 21 of 70, and 6 of 28 from three, along with 7 of 11 from the free throw line. Just a horrible shooting performance. You know, some were better than others. Um on the day and then we had some some really good d- defensive performers and you know but just an all-around non-efficient game for Auburn you know I think it's a little bit of a wake-up call but to to play as bad as you possibly could and to shoot as bad as you possibly could you went to the SEC and won a road game it's it really is incredible we're 4-0 on the road in the SEC this year uh, there's nobody. I don't. I think I saw this right. There's nobody who has fewer than two losses on the road except us. Yeah. So that's uh, to go on, like you said, to go on the road into a, a place that look everybody from now on. You're the number one team. Everybody wants that pelt. Everybody wants it. Their students are coming out and being crazy, doing really dumb stuff, but being crazy. And and it was loud. And and we didn't shoot well. And we looked a little discombobulated in the, in the uh, first half. And uh, to be honest with you, most of the second half <laughs> and probably deserve to lose that game, yeah. but it's, it's a lot easier to learn from a game when you win it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It feels a lot better to go who we learned a big lesson there, but we got a W. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And uh, it, just like you said, Auburn, let's be honest, Auburn had no business winning this basketball game last night and uh, very well should have taken a loss in their first SEC loss. And uh, 
you know, Missouri's been kind of that team that's done that to, to you know, you saw them beat Alabama when Alabama was ranked, even though after watching them last night, they handed Georgia their first SEC win. I don't know what to think of Alabama anymore. They're, they're yeah, soft is what they are. We'll see they're them soft. next Tuesday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. I mean, it's just a struggle to shoot the ball. You know, it's going to happen on road games in the SEC. That's a good defensive Missouri team. They came yes. out and punched you in the mouth immediately. And they were making everything. They eventually slowed down um, enough to where Auburn could could uh, take control. And uh, let, let's just go ahead and talk about the man, the man that saved this game, the man that saved the game last night, the man that saved the the undefeated SEC season. So as of right now, Katie Katie Johnson. I look. We don't win that game without Katie Johnson. It's as simple as that. Oh. Goes six of thirteen, by far the most efficient uh, score uh, score last night. It was one of four from three and four of five in the free throw line. And but the clutch shots, the clutch runs that he goes on. You know, it, it, it's different when KD's out there. He had three steals as well. He only played twenty eight minutes, but you to have a guy do that in that twenty eight, that's special. So. Uh... KD was playing well early, but then he sat out. He was on the bench for a long time, it seemed like, in the second half. And I was like, man, when is KD coming back? Because he seemed like he had it a little bit. Well, Bruce put him back in, and and we were down – look, we were down 51 to 50, and KD went on his own personal five-to-nothing run, which was impressive. But then – so they made the three to bring it to within one, and we came down and – don't ask me why Conzo didn't foul somebody there was only like a 0.5 difference between shot and game clock. But what KD did in that possession where he really, he recognized the shot clock going down and he took it to the baseline and look, make it or miss it, get it on the rim. Yeah. Because if he doesn't get it on the rim, they get it out of bounds with a chance to go the other way. Not a lot of time left, but just getting it on the rim gave Walker a chance to tap it. And, and by the time they had hit it out of bounds, the game was over. Yeah. But if he doesn't get that ball up on the rim, they have a chance. it's a different story. Yeah. And he, he, he was, he was fantastic. A lot of, I love watching KD play. Yeah. Let's talk about the, I think the only other plus, especially offensively last night, Walker Kessler, he was, you know, we talk about going five of 10. That's, you know, the second most efficient in the game behind KD, but, that's not as efficient as we've seen Walker be no. uh, as of recently. He goes 0 for 1 from 3 and 3 for 4 the free throw line. Adds 12 rebounds and 2 blocks. Um, that's good. And that's really good. Seven of them were offensive rebounds, and that wasn't a team high. We'll get to that here in a second. But uh, <laughs> uh, but Walker, not not as efficient as we're, we're used to seeing, but you know, still a good game for Walker. Give and, and look, I take some credit away from Quanzo Martin on not – fouling there in the last possession you got to extend the game as long as you possibly can not sure if he just had a brain fart or what but he did not do that was wrong but what he did uh with his defense is take away the lobs to walker kessler i think we have one maybe two and and that's it they defended that much better than kentucky did yeah Kentucky gave us lob after lob after lob, and the, it just made our fans go crazy. Conzo Martin said, look, you may get outside shots out of this, but I'm not letting you just lob it up to your seven-footer. So his defensive game plan was was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. 
So we'll talk about one more bright spot. And I kind of I kind of yes. mentioned it just a second ago, but it wasn't in the scoring outcome because the guy that we're talking about had four points and went two for eight shooting and oh for two from the free throw line and oh for two from three. But Devin Cambridge had nine rebounds. And those nine rebounds, he had zero defensive rebounds. He had nine offensive rebounds. I don't think I've ever seen anything. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Does somebody have zero defensive rebounds but have nine offensive rebounds? Somebody on Twitter asked me if I'd ever seen that type of a stat line before. And I said, I've never seen nine offensive rebounds with zero defensive rebounds. And you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think he had at least eight of them, if not all of them, in the second half. In the second half, yeah. He, with, uh, You talk about without a guy having that type of game, we don't win. Yeah. If he gets seven rebounds, we probably don't win that basketball game. Yeah. He was uh, – if if he can add that to his game and just focus, dude, please, please hear me now when I say this, Devin. If you will focus on that and flying to the rim for alley-oops – the threes will come. Yeah. Stop forcing them. Just yeah. let them come to you. But focus on that rebounding. My God. And and he's been a pretty good free throw shooter this yeah, year. He's not a bad free throw shooter. He missed two. He, front he missed two. Yeah. Both after rebounds. Yeah. Yes. He got a rebound, got hit, went to the line, missed. So he really is 0 for 4, in my opinion, from the line because he missed the two front ends. But but if you can, if you get nine rebounds out of Devin Cambridge and everybody else plays like normal, we're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, I agree. So we've talked about some of the highs and I guess one more high, the highest plus minus on the team. And this kind of really shocked me when I saw it on the stat, on the stat <laughs> sheet was Dylan Cardwell with plus four. I, <laughs> plus four is not a very good plus minus. I mean, especially when you're the not number one we, team in the country, yeah. but you know, for Dylan, he went one for two and had two points and had one rebound and had three fouls. He only I, played I, seven minutes, but was plus four and was the highest on the team. I I, I don't even understand how I, I mean, look, advanced metrics are, are not something that I get a lot of. He played seven minutes plus four. Um, I like Dylan. I love his energy. Uh, he needs to get more the more than one rebound in seven minutes. I agree. Um and and I, I know he's a good shot blocker, but he jumps every pump fake. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Pearl tells him, and, and I've heard him talk about it on the radio the other day, that he tells them to be the second person to jump. You can't be the first person to jump or it's yeah. a foul. Yeah. So you be the second. And Walker's very good, although he still he jumps a little bit. But but I watched I was watching the first six or seven minutes of the game before we got on here, just I guess because I'm a masochist or something. But because uh, <laughs> I was watching it, and every time somebody got near him with the ball, he jumped. Now he jumped straight up, but stop jumping. You yeah. got, we need your block shots. And I, I, again, I love him, but plus four, I, do, I don't even understand how that's possible. And Kessler's a minus five. Yeah. Kessler's the lowest on the team. And we talked about how amazing KD Johnson was. He's a minus three. Minus three. So it, again, the second lowest plus season. minus are fun to look at, but sometimes you go, how, yeah. how is that even possible? Yeah, I agree. So. I agree. But no, you, then you talk about the woes offensively, especially shooting from Auburn. You're not going to see a guy with the talent and the shooting capabilities like Jabari Smith shoot two for 15 
again. He's not going to go one for seven again. He had 10 rebounds. He had two blocks. He had uh, zero turnovers. He had a plus minus of even, so he didn't have zero plus minus. Played 32 minutes, but he went two for 15. You're just not going to see a guy do like that anymore. There's your off game, Jabari. We won in your (laughs) off game. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Get that freshman off game out of the way, and let's go play. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, E2Cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. So had you told me his stat line without watch, without me watching the game, I would have said Auburn lost in a big way. Yeah. Uh, what I was impressed with about the kid is uh, he's a shooter. He's not going to stop shooting. Yeah. And eventually, because he knows eventually they're going to go in. They weren't bad. He wasn't taking bad shots. He was taking good open looks. He just was missing them. Yeah. But he went out and grabbed 10 boards and he and, and uh, Williams, Jalen held Kobe Brown to eight points. Yeah. Now that, that that's what we needed him to do last night. We would like to have had him score more so that we could have won by more, but, but, Holding Kobe to eight points is, uh, they said on the telecast last night that uh, how Kobe goes is how Missouri goes. Yeah. And we hold him eight points. He's not effective. And, and that is Jabari and, and Jalen Williams doing that. Uh, But, but you're a freshman, you know, he's upset, you know, he's trying to push. He's shooting terribly, but what does he do? He grabs three offensive and seven defensive rebounds. Yeah. I, I give him all the love in the world. We almost had three guys with double digit rebounds. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. If, if, if Cambridge would have gotten one, got defensive one more, rebound. one more, yeah. <laughs> Just one defensive even a defensive. Rebound. That's all right. Yeah. But <laughs> surely there are some team rebounds we could give to, <laughs> to Devin and get him a, get him a, a three and double figures. Yeah. Well, I look, I, really woes from them and then zep goes one of three i mean that's about what you expect from a guy like zep zep's gonna zep's gonna handle your team he's not gonna be the scorer then you but then you didn't have any turnovers by the way zep had zero turnovers yeah it's just amazing yeah 
but then Alan Flanagan, one for six, over two from three. Wendell Green, two for nine, two for seven from three. You know, Jalen, uh, his one three was one, probably the biggest of the game. It was like 18 to nine. It was a huge the corner. Big, big Hamer, just like we said earlier, goes two for eight and 0 for two for three. And it's just, it was just a hard shooting night for this Auburn team. It showed, but it showed the resilience and the leadership and guys like Katie Johnson and Walker Kessler will carry refusing us to lose, refusing to lose. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, let me touch on Flanagan for a minute. Two points. He just didn't look like he was even there. He had four turnovers, four turnovers. Yeah. You can't have four turnovers from your three guard. Yeah. He he's a catch and shoot or catch and drive type of guy. And he was, Throwing the ball, make it made a horrible pass into Walker Kessler one time that got that got picked off. Just I, I don't know what I, I hope that that mental lapse is out of his head because because that was a that was a struggle for Allen last night. Yeah, that was I, a struggle. He's better. He's better than two points and four turnovers yeah. and four rebounds. He is. He is. So just he like needs... Jabari Smith is better than five points and two for 15, just like Wendell Green is Absolutely. better than six points and two for nine. And, I mean, even guys like Jalen, I, I would expect Jalen to shoot more than four shots. I Jalen needs to get more in the action than that. I agree. Uh, but he goes one for four. I mean, he, he, he's going to be better than that. And all these guys are going to shoot better than that. So, it, you know, this game is behind us. This game is let's a leave w. it. Let's burn it. <laughs> let's leave it. Let's leave it. And then all we will look back on that is that game is a win. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Let's let's burn the tape, uh, throw it in the trash can. It, it, you're not going to learn anything from it except that, by the way, Devin can rebound. Maybe we maybe we learned that. Maybe he learned that. Yeah. Maybe that's the good thing that comes out of this game. Uh, it was good news to see that Wendell tweeted out after the game that his knee is fine yeah. uh that was the scary moment i thought oh goodness he's torn a ligament in his knee then you they showed it close up it looked like they just banged knees yeah, but hurts. that hurts so bad and it can hurt for days so hopefully he'll get get in the tub a little bit this week and stay off of it so he'll be ready to go saturday against oklahoma yeah, and we'll we'll use that. We'll do player of the game real quick. I think this is an easy player of the game, uh, and then we'll get this game behind us and talk about uh, Saturday against Oklahoma in the in the SEC Big Twelve Challenge. But we'll do player of the game. I think this is easy. I think this is simple. I don't think we come anywhere close last night if Katie Johnson is not wearing orange and blue. Yeah, I I, I try to go different than you do um, as much as I can, so we can get two guys credit uh i thought about devin cambridge because uh i I don't think we win if he doesn't get a couple of those rebounds however uh i what katie johnson did last night and and yes i understand the people that are scared by his uh he gets too overly excited and is going to commit a turnover in one of those situations or or that and one play at the end if the kid would have just stood his ground he probably gets a charge out of that call uh, when KD jumps into him, uh, but uh, I, with you're right, he he said he, he looked up at the clock at some point with about a minute and a half left and said, "We are not losing this game, and I'm going to be the one to take us over the line." Yep. And and he did. And I somebody some Georgia fan tweeted out that 
they were just asking a question of random Georgia fans. Who would you like to have lunch or what? No, no, that was uh, the official from UGA Georgia. account that tweeted that <laughs> which, out. Said, which, which athlete would you like to have lunch dog with? <laughs> would you like to have lunch with? And, and all everybody took, took it wildly to say Katie Johnson. Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that because, yeah, yeah I, that's the only former dog that I can think of that I'd like to have lunch with. Okay. And I don't know. He, 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 you heard Bruce Pearl in the post game. They asked him what he learned from that road trip. And he said, I learned to give the ball to KD and get the hell out of the way. Yeah. That's what Bruce, <laughs> in times like that, and that will help us in tournament time. Yeah. Because now we've got more than one, uh, we've got another guy that says, I'm okay to put the ball in my hands to go win us a game. Yep. Big time. Big time. Play. That is a big time. He is special. We will get away from that game. Auburn wins by one in Columbia, Missouri to improve to 7-0 in the SEC and 19-1 overall. The number one Auburn Tiger. I will not get tired of saying that as long as that as long as that keeps going. The number one <laughs> Auburn Tigers continue on their winning streak, which is tied for the most, the longest active winning streak in division one basketball. So as we move on, we will get a quick discussion. So Auburn back in action on Saturday, back in the jungle, back in Auburn arena, back in front of, you know, the real, the real fans, the real tiger fans. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And the SEC big 12 challenge on Saturday, all the SEC, most SEC teams will play most big 12 teams. There's going to be some good matchups. I know we get Kansas and Kentucky and Baylor and Alabama and a few other cool matchups, but Auburn gets round up with Oklahoma here at Auburn Arena uh, at one central time on Saturday, January 29th, and we'll be uh, back to discuss that game. you have anything on Oklahoma? Yeah, just uh, look, pulling up their roster. They've not been very good recently. Uh, they've, they've struggled a little bit. They've got some players, though. The, the Goldwire kid from Duke, uh, he's a oh, Jordan Goldwire is there, six three guard. Mm. They've got a seven foot one. Uh, where is it here? Yeah, seven foot one kid from the Congo. Uh, that it'll be fun to watch him and Walker get after it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they've got they've got a guy that looks like he should be wearing um, uh, flannel shirts because he looks like a lumberjack out there. He's got the full beard and the hair, and he wears the, the headband. He looks like like the 1950s throwback. Yeah, they had to replace Brady Manick at some point. <laughs> yes, he's at Carolina now. Yeah. Same, same, almost the same type of look. And then they've got this little kid, a little kid. He's 6'3 guard. But his hair is longer than, than your girlfriend's hair. Oh, my gracious. And, I mean, he's, he's got some long locks. he got a really good coach. I like Porter Moser. I like what he did at Loyola Chicago. Uh, I think he's in the beginning of a rebuild. And, uh, and so I look, Auburn plays like they know how to play. They win. And, and Jabari said, what was it on the, on the the airplane? Yeah. On the IG live on Wendell Green's uh, Instagram live on the ride home. He said, all right, we're back in action. No more off games. I'm going to make up for this. Which I would, I would look if anybody. I would set your any, your recorders to get the action from college him. athlete. That's that would say that I'd be like, okay, all right, cool, yeah, all right, that'd be great. If Jabari Smith says that, I'm like, oh, oh, that's yeah. a little different. That's yeah. a little different. So yeah, tune in 1 p.m. You gotta, you gotta get that. Saturday. It's on ESPN, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's an ESPN game, and 
And, you know, Jabari said after our only loss of the year, that was on me. I'll make up for it. And we haven't lost since then. Yeah. So, uh, and it wasn't on him, but he said yeah, it. it wasn't. Yeah. Now he's saying we're coming back home to be in front of these fans. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. So, Saturday at 1, we'll be back to talk about that later in the weekend or early next week. Um, uh, we will get out of here. You can uh, you can go ahead and tell where they can find you on Twitter. And I am CTO on Twitter, at I am CTO. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Gray Oldenburg or on Instagram at GrayO21. Or you can find the network where all things E2C on uh, Twitter, E2C underscore network. Or on Instagram, I believe it's the same thing, E2C underscore network. Um, that you can find us there. And uh, until until next time, War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.